Welcome to Highly Sensitive, Happily Married, the podcast that teaches you to not only have an easier marriage as a sensitive woman, but to have one that feels more amazing by the day, where you'll hear relatable stories, love advice that works, and coaching on how to have a marriage where feeling upset and disconnected is a thing of the past, and where instead, a sense of loving connection and even fun and lightness is the norm. I'm Hannah Brooks, highly sensitive person, love expert, and marriage coach, and I'm so happy to be on this journey with you. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 122, where we are going to be talking about the key to changing habituated patterns of interaction and actually really the key to all real change like the foundational essential thing that allows for anything good to change and and happen in your relationship but also in general in your life like anything you're wanting to change anything you're wanting to um, do differently or improve or you know have a better experience with it all starts with this this one overlooked underdeveloped skill and that's what I call sensitive awareness but before we dive in I just want to say a big thank you to those of you who have already left a review to this podcast on Apple podcasts and I would love to invite those of you who haven't who have been enjoying this podcast like if you're new to the podcast or you just haven't left a review yet yet please head on over to Apple podcasts leave a review it actually makes a difference in how many other people, sensitive people, get to hear about and listen to and learn from and grow from the podcast. And of course, it just touches me and and means the world to me when I do hear from you in those reviews about how the podcast has impacted you or helped you. So it'll just take a, a minute or three of your time, and I would appreciate it so much. So let's dive in. People often ask me how they can actually change their habitual reactions and ways of interacting with their significant other that might be contributing to distance or discord in their relationship. And they tell me they know what they could do differently, but actually doing it differently in the moment when it would be good to is one of the hardest things to do. And truly, one of the biggest challenges for most of us is how to stop patterns and habits that hurt our relationship and start ones that actually help. So you too probably have some tools and ideas about what you can do to make your marriage better. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, of course you do have those those tools and ideas. But if you're like most people, you probably find it super hard to implement them like you might forget or get caught up in the emotion of the moment and don't seem to have access to doing what you know you should do and there is one main culprit to this and it's an easy thing to overlook it's simply because you haven't fully developed your power of what i call sensitive awareness And most of us haven't, even though we are naturally pretty aware 
as highly sensitive people. Now, of course, spiritual traditions and modern self-help really espouse the virtues of self-awareness, right? And that's for good reason. But perhaps it's a bit mysterious to you, like why it's so powerful and even really what it means or like how to have it, how to uh, be super self-aware. So I've noticed the more that I tap into self-awareness and help my clients develop it and tap into it themselves, the more I'm amazed at how much this seemingly simple skill can do for us in our relationships and really all areas of life and how much not having a high level of sensitive awareness makes great relationships elusive. The truth is a lack of self-awareness and sensitive awareness of life in general is a large part of what leads to faltering connection and eroding, like the erosion of our love and our relationships, but also so much of the strife and tumult on our planet. Now again, as highly sensitive people, we have sensitivity, obviously, right? We have a natural tendency towards awareness, right? Sensitivity actually can mean awareness. That's part of the innate gift of being highly sensitive. But oftentimes we are not slowing down enough to really use that sensitive awareness, to develop it fully and be able to fully tap into all that it can do for us. So today I want to help you understand its power, which will hopefully compel you to develop it more yourself. And I'm also going to give you a couple sort of specific tips around this, keys to it. But let's just start with the definition of what is sensitive awareness. Obviously, it's awareness with sensitivity, meaning subtle and kind awareness of primarily what's going on inside of you. Now, we can also use sensitive awareness to be aware of other people, of our significant other, as a way to get to know them using our ability to really pay attention and notice who our partner is, how things affect them, how we affect them. But today we're going to primarily focus on sensitive awareness of ourself and how that is the key to being able to change things that feel hard to change. So I'm not going to be talking about all the things about sensitive awareness because it's actually a very general topic that has lots of uh, applications and benefits and um, nuances but I'm mostly going to be talking about using it to change habits and patterns of interaction in your relationship for the better. Now, for my clients, it's the first thing we dive into. Uh, the first of the four pillars to an amazing marriage and being able to do the three things that you must do to have a great marriage that I've shared a bunch here, which is loving, loving and believing in yourself, sensitivity at all, knowing how to move through and out of negative emotions and into emotions that foster love and connection. So in other words, sensitive awareness is the essential foundation you really must build in order to make conscious lasting change and grow your marriage into one that's close and connected and team oriented. And again, this is why I teach this and emphasize it so deeply 
in the beginning of working with my clients. So um, this latest round of, of my group program, Treasured, has just gotten started in the last few weeks. And of course, we've been focusing on sensitive awareness in various capacities. Now, after just the first real coaching call where I taught and encouraged the use of one of the sensitive awareness tools to my clients, one of my clients came back and reported a huge win. She told us what was resulting for her and her husband after only practicing uh, using this one one tool particularly for just a week or, or two. She told us during anything that could turn into more of an argument than a discussion, I'm now stepping out of it. And by that, she didn't mean like literally walking away. She meant stepping out of the argumentative nature, right? She went on to say, and it's turning into something that also takes the wind out of my husband's sails so that he realizes we shouldn't continue in an argumentative form. So we're both stepping out of it. And so it's really nice to finally see that, wow, this can just be an amicable talk. In other words, she, just by practicing and and implementing more self-awareness, more sensitive awareness, she is putting an end to so many uh, little arguments that could have been happening and instead being able to talk amicably with her husband. And he's, he's on board. He's doing the same. And this is only after a week or two of practicing this sensitive awareness. So this is just one example of the power of sensitive awareness to put an end to old patterns and create new ones. And that is really the ticket to understand here. Many of our relationship troubles, patterns of interactions, or emotional roller coasters that seem never ending are caused by not enough detailed and close observation of what is actually happening. By not slowing down enough to actually observe and really see what's going on. Which means slowing down enough to see what's actually going on inside of you during uh, a pattern or habituated response or that emotional roller coaster. That is the answer. That is the ticket to change. Developing a habit of sensitive self-awareness is the answer to change. So if you, like so many people, feel stuck in the same old patterns of pain or recurring situations or emotional reactions that never seem to improve, there's a good chance that you're going through a repetitive set of thoughts and feelings and behaviors without the self-awareness needed to actually make a real shift or find a different way. So I'm going to re-emphasize the main point here. To make a real positive shift, we must slow down enough and allow ourselves the real time to observe what's actually happening in ourselves. Once we can start to notice what's being done habitually, what's happening habitually, once we have that detailed or sensitive self-awareness, we can start to choose and create a different way in the moment or in the future. 
the next time this same issue arises. With finely tuned sensitive awareness, with highly developed skill at sensitive awareness, we can access our clear thinking brain, right? From a place of higher brain power, right? From our wise brain and not kind of end up thinking from our fight, flight, lizard brain instincts. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you'll know what I mean by lizard brain. If not, go back to episode 120 and check that one out. From this highly developed sensitive self-awareness, we can notice what our thoughts and our feelings and our actions and communications are leading to and how they're landing for our spouse. We can self-correct and shift ourselves into more alignment with our goals and being who we want to be, right? And, And living from what our values are. You know, so often when we don't have sensitive awareness, what's actually happening is we're actually kind of acting out of alignment with the goals that we have for our marriage, with who we want to be, and even with our own values that we hold dear. It's sensitive awareness that actually allows us to live in alignment with our goals. And with developed sensitive awareness, we can actively choose different actions than the ones we see aren't working so well that are not only more likely to ease any tensions or misunderstandings and that will generate more cooperation and supportiveness and connected intimacy as well as like help us be able to find solutions to any issues but it will also change the neural pathways in our brains so that these different actions become second nature, become natural to us in the future. And so they won't require as much self-awareness and conscious effort in the future. A simpler way to say that would be actions that lead to the loving results that we want in our marriages will then be able to just be natural to you. And kind of as part of getting there, uh, High levels of sensitive awareness actually allows us to keep exploring and experimenting with our actions and our communications until we find ones that are super effective with our particular and unique partner. What's also fantastic about sensitive awareness and why in part it's so effective is that just by bringing our attention to the present moment, and observing what's actually happening internally, it exerts a natural calming of our nervous systems and gets us into a place of much more groundedness and clear seeing. So in other words, simply slowing down and stepping into an observer mode can get us into our calm and connect nervous system or more more into it and more into our wise brains and hearts from which all good things flow in our relationships. And also, over time, as you practice sensitive awareness more, you really get to know yourself in a deep way and get to be super aware of when certain thought patterns are going to emerge or like a certain set of feelings are going to happen. So much so that you can even predict it in advance. For example... 
one of my thought patterns that I know tends to happen. And when I say thought patterns, I mean also feeling patterns because they come together. They're like the thought patterns lead to the feeling patterns or the the triggered feelings. So for me, one of the, the, the events that, that triggers certain thought patterns is when my husband wants to discuss like vacations and uh, travel plans, his biking adventures. So at this point, I'm super aware that that can be a, a place where I start thinking thoughts like, oh my God, this is too much. I can't handle this. Or like, he always wants to plan so much. I can't handle it all at once. Why does he want to go away so much? And that's often accompanied by like feelings of um, overwhelm and uh, anger, actually. So like now, I can see it coming and I can stop that habit, that um, natural kind of reaction to stop before it actually starts. And that's, it's, that's the power, one of the powers of sensitive awareness, right? And it's from this place that you, you're actually able to plan what you want to think uh, and do or what you need to remember in the situation so that you don't fall into that old pattern. And you can also, you know, work with your partner on this too. Like nowadays, uh, when he comes to me wanting to make plans, I'm much more open to it. And I remind myself how, um, good it is for him to be able to, you know, plan his adventures in advance and how that's ultimately good for our relationship when he's happy. And I've been able to educate him and, and therefore work with him on uh, what what way of planning and talking about our um, adventures and, and plans to get away works better for me and ultimately us as a team. So my experience of um, planning for different trips and adventures this summer has been like night and day from last year's experience with it and this is due in large part to sensitive awareness of myself so i want to share now another example to illustrate uh sensitive awareness's power that relates to last week's podcast i know i promised in last week's podcast about empathy uh that i would touch a little bit more on this particular topic so A common issue that HSPs struggle with in their relationships that can be helped tremendously with sensitive awareness is emotional contagion or being empathic to the point where you feel you take on others' emotion and get bogged down by them. So one of my clients recently brought up this topic and was asking me about how how do we deal with that as HSPs. She specifically asked his mood, my husband's mood, weighs on me like a big wet blanket. How do I deal with that? (laughs) So I pointed her to slow down and look at an example of when that was happening. Slow down and take a very sensitive look, a detailed look at her thoughts that were coming up when her husband was in a, a mood. So we did that together about a certain incident that had happened uh, over the weekend. And when she slowed down and looked, what she saw was that she was believing something that was creating pain and loneliness, 
she thought it was all his mood seeping into her. But when she took a look, she saw she had a a couple thoughts that were going through her brain, a couple beliefs that she wasn't even aware of that were there. And that those were the things that were leading to the bogged down the wet blanket feeling, right? The pain and the loneliness. And then we started looking at how there are other ways to think about what was going on, right? The situation, including her husband's mood. And that when she looked at it in those ways, the feeling of loneliness went away and was replaced by a feeling of contentment. Even though her husband was still feeling how he felt. So that's just another example of the power of sensitive awareness to change your experience and to enhance not just your own well-being, but the well-being of your marriage and the experience of your marriage. So all of this, all of these benefits are why I teach my clients specific observational tools, which sounds so dry, doesn't it? (laughs) But that they use to develop highly sensitive awareness. And we do this in general in two primary ways. We develop sensitive awareness for and in the present moment. And secondly, we develop sensitive awareness or we use our sensitive awareness retroactively. And by, uh, using it retroactively, we're then actually able to develop it more in the moment. So let's talk about both options so you can begin to do this too. So the first way of developing sensitive awareness is in the present moment. And what I mean by that is like any present moment, you can turn towards sensitive awareness. My clients get into a practice of observing their thoughts and feelings in the moment they practice observing their lizard brains and what their th- what their lizard brains are thinking and telling them and they get to know their particularly tendencies of of mind and perception their beliefs and ways of thinking just like i was talking about with my husband and plans right and they practice observing their emotional states and their nervous system states and at first, we don't necessarily do anything to try to change those thoughts, feelings, or states. We just observe with sensitivity, meaning with, with detailed awareness and without judgment or self-blame, right? We observe with kindness and self-compassion. This you can do too, all of this. You can simply pause at any moment throughout your day, including right now, and notice, what am I feeling? What am I thinking? What sensations are present in my body? Is there any lizard brain activity or lizard nervous system state activation, by which I mean fight, flight, or freeze? Like just asking yourself those questions is stepping into sensitive awareness and developing it. And you want to make sure you're slowing down enough to actually ask and answer those questions. And if you're like, what the heck is lizard brain activity or lizard nervous system state 
um, again, please feel free to go back to episode 120 and that will kind of help you understand some of that. And so kind of circling back to the benefits here, one of the really cool things about doing this particular practice regularly is that it helps you develop the neural pathways. That means like the brain pathways of pausing and observing before acting right? In other words, this is how you learn to pause in the heat of the moment. And instead of reacting out of habituation, you can make conscious choices that will lead to the best results. The more you do this on a regular basis throughout just any old day, even when nothing bad is happening, when you're not feeling heightened emotion, you're not arguing with your spouse, the more easy it will be to pause and make a better choice in the moment when something hard is happening. So the second way of developing sensitive awareness is retroactively. So one of the best ways to become super self-aware and to make changes in the future in your relationship is to look back at something that happened. Like if you want to be able to respond less irritably to something your partner says or does, look at the last time you responded irritably. Like really slow down and observe what was going on inside of you when you started speaking to him from an irritable place or whatever, or you just felt super irritable when he said something or did something. What were you thinking in that moment? Like literally what was going through your brain? What did you make his words or his action mean? Right? Like what, what story did you tell yourself? What interpretation did you have of his actions? Become super aware specifically of the thoughts and beliefs that were there. Just like I did in that example I, I just shared about my client who felt like her husband's mood was like a wet blanket. Right, That's exactly what we did. We looked back retroactively. We looked at what her beliefs and her thoughts were. When we look back like this, we can learn a lot about our patterns, right? And then just like with my example uh, about planning with my husband, then we can have all the information and awareness we need to change them next time. Often when we see clearly that our thinking isn't accurate or it's generating reactions or actions on our part, Uh, that are interfering with being able to solve issues or communicate well, what can happen is that we naturally let go of these ways of thinking. This really does happen. Or it's also easier to choose ways of thinking and behaving that really do work well. And therefore, of course, implement them or turn towards them the next time the same or a similar issue arises. So if you want to hear another kind of more in-depth example of me using the power of sensitive awareness, uh, check out episode 55. It's called something like one tiny thing that seriously dulls the love in our marriages. It's kind of a fun, fun example of, of this. So before we end today's episode, I did want to take a a moment and mention the obstacles to sensitive awareness. Just so you can be on the lookout for things that might be stopping you from developing uh, this sensitive awareness that has so much power to transform your relationship. 
And so here, here are some of them. Not This is not an extensive list, but there are some things that I've seen and, and, and that came to top of mind. Top of mind. So the first one is not understanding the power of self-sensitive self-awareness. Um, hopefully today has helped uh, shift that for you. The second one is being in a hurry. I think this is maybe the biggest one <laughs> because our modern culture really doesn't value slowness. And we tend to kind of always be in a rush to produce, to do the next thing. And of course, sense of awareness doesn't really feel like producing um, and slowing down and taking the time to observe slowly, intricately in depth. It can feel kind of counterintuitive when we're being taught to go, go, go. But slowing down really is the medicine that actually allows us to accomplish what we want to in our relationships. You've heard that, that saying, slow down to go fast. That's, that's pretty much spot on for this. On a similar note, this idea that so many of us have that we need to fix the, the things that are hard or, or the conflicts or the misunderstandings, we need to fix them right away, right? And feeling that urgency of not being safe unless we can instantly fix the things with our partner, that can also really impede us in developing sensitive awareness and tapping into its power because then we don't take the time to slow down. So there's sometimes work to do around developing a sense of internal safety. Even when things aren't going beautifully, right? Even when there's conflict. And this can really entail developing what I call emotional agency and really learning how to be with and support your nervous system so you're not trapped in this sort of fight or flight urgency that makes sensitive awareness so hard to access. And this is why it's really invaluable to have guidance to work with your unique mind, body, heart system, right? When it comes to implementing uh, these tools and, and building these skills. So I am excited to be offering various ways of doing this work more over the coming months. So for sure, stay tuned for your chance to work with me in one capacity or another. But for now, know that as we get better at sensitive self-awareness, at seeing and understanding ourselves, we're also able to bring it better, that sensitive awareness and sensitivity, to our partner as well, to meet them with more clear seeing, with more understanding, and to make choices that take our relationship into a much more loving, connected, fulfilling realm. So sensitive awareness is truly the basis for the most loving intimacy between you and your own self and you and your significant other. So take the time to slow down and start to be more and more sensitively aware on purpose and be oh so well my friends mm-hmm.